This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlin. It's Splendiferous! And we are back for another movie review here, brought to you by the Rick and Johnny podcast and Most Valuable Podcast. This week, Johnny and I saw the movie Wonder Park, which Johnny told me moments before we hit the record button that it's a Nickelodeon film. Yep. Totally didn't know that coming into it, but... What a fun movie. He missed the big Nickelodeon when we first saw the movie. Oh, that's right. We did see that. <laughs> totally, I totally forgot. I totally forgot about that. I just cleared my mind. I was so focused on the actual movie. But we saw Wonder Park. If you're new to a movie review, how we do it is we kind of stick in a non-spoiler mode for a little bit. Then we jump into a spoiler mode. Then at the end, we give our uh, whatever out of, we're going to give this one out of five pens. Right? Magic markers. Magic markers. So out of five magic markers. um, And then we also give a show stealer, someone who kind of stole the show, was the MVP of the movie. And you guys can let us know also what you guys think down below in the comment section. Before we get into it, though, make sure to check us out. Patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That is how you can help and support the MVP family. And also we have new new rewards coming for April. You got to go check those out. Those will be live April 1st for you guys to check out. We're actually changing it to where you can, if you pledge to us or sponsor or become a patron on, let's say, April 2nd, you don't have to wait all the way until May 1st to get those rewards. You'll get them as soon as possible. But, Johnny, let's jump into non-spoiler mode. This one's going to be a unique one because Mm -hmm. it's just it's not like a Marvel movie. It's not like something that had deep... In thought, kind of. No. It, um, there's like an overlying arcing meaning to a lot of stuff, but we'll have to get that in spoiler because I don't want to ruin things. Yeah. So early on, I will ask you the question I always ask you yes. is first thoughts of the movie and would you recommend it to someone to go see? First thoughts. I actually thought it was a really good movie for, obviously, it's a children's movie, mm-hmm. but we went and saw because it, it kind of falls into our... It, What's the word you it, were looking a for? Looked, a looked fun to me. It did look fun. B, and it was fun. It was an animated film, and we could then pad that to our animated animation category at the end of the year yeah. for the Rick and Johnny Awards. And I mean... The Rick um, and Johnny Movie Awards. And it was fun. I say it was mm-hmm. fun. And do I recommend it? I would say more so either if you there's nothing else that looks good to you, mm-hmm. or if you do have kids... Definitely go take them to see. I actually recommend my sister mm-hmm. has a niece and nephew now that she got married. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, if you guys want, if you guys want to take them to a movie, take them to Wonder Park. It was a really good movie. Yeah. And I mean, the thing with it is it's not the thing with this is if you have kids, go like go. definitely take them like, to see it. It's a fun movie. It's um, a very fun movie. It's also it's... thrilling as well. Yeah. Um, where it's not kind of bland. And also for me. As an adult, it kind of did get me thinking about things. It did. Um, oh, whether yeah. you're going to talk about that with your kid or not is up to you. Um, it's not anything like super inappropriate or anything, but it it's did get me think thinking about. about things that maybe um, if, let's say, I don't know, put an age on it, like 12-year-old Ricky went to see this movie, 
that he might not be thinking about. It, it's things that, like, if you take the kid, like, like you said, 12 or younger, mm-hmm. maybe even, like, I would say maybe 9 and younger probably won't get it. Yeah. Like, the, the overarc that you would think of as an adult. What age range kid would you, like, what, because obviously, like, this isn't, like, a toddler movie. Like, no, to I would say. Maybe, like, 7? Between like seven and thirteen, I teenagers can go see it. They can choose to see it on their own. In my yeah. case, what do you mean to? Like, I'm not gonna say to my fifteen year old kid, "Hey, let's go see the movie." Oh no, I would With say a it's fifteen from... year old. It would be like, "Hey, do you want to see the movie?" No, all right, cool. I'd say it's three through twelve. Okay, because I think three year olds will still have fun with it. Okay, so. And that's just for me. I'm like, I don't know. The age range. That's the, the age range, range I'd recommend. It's like you're not mm-hmm. going to take your your 16-year-old to go, let's go see Wonder Park. Yeah. This is something for especially like the, three, the elementary kid range. The the three through. Yeah. Did I say 11, 12, 12, right? 3, three through, through 12. 12. I think um, that would be the good range. But obviously, if you like those types of movies, go see it. It was I, it was a nice, fun ride. And it mm-hmm. was it was entertaining, especially for. The char- I like the characters. I just like the animation style. The animation style was well. nice. The characters were. Mm-hmm. Actually, all the characters were good. But and obviously, you can only have one MVP. Maybe two. I, I mean, it's not as star-studded as a cast. As we're actually, you know, no, you have some star decent stars like, in there. Uh, you you've got Mila Kunis, uh, John Oliver, mm-hmm. even uh, Ken. Uh, I think Jung. it's Jong. Yeah, I think it's Jong uh, from uh, the Hangover. From the Hangover and from Jennifer uh, Garner, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Jennifer Gardner, Matthew Broderick, uh, Keenan uh, Thompson. Yep, Keenan. So Keenan and Ken were um, the what were they? Gerbils? Is no, Gophers. Uh, Keenan and Ken were the. No, Keenan and Cooper. uh, Ken Hudson was... Oh, the other Ken, yes. Yes, I'm talking about (laughs) Ken the actor, not the character as... Is there both, are there two Ken? There's Ken Hudson Campbell, I'm talking which about, was the bear. I'm talking about Ken John. And Ken, Ken John, John was Keenan Cooper. were the gerbils. The, the beavers. Beavers. Where um, Ken Hudson Campbell was the bear. Yes. Mina Kunitz was the warthog. Yes. Boar. The boar. And then Northern you had animals, Ricky. Norbert Leo Boots. Butts Boots was the monkey, was Peanut. Um, yes. And really then the John Oliver Steve was, was the porcupine. The, yes. Um, but... Really, Norbert was Peanut was like the main character out of them. The most powerful one wasn't really the main focal point. Well, no focal point, but we didn't see a lot of him. Yeah, like, in the actual not to story. Mention, yeah, one. No, yeah, you're right. Like, that was one where, and that might be a little spoiler. I won't Spoilery. tell you why I almost went into that. Um, yeah, don't until we get spoiler. But about. like the cast was good. The dialogue to me, for the most part, there was never there was never a part in this movie. Where I felt a lull. No. Where it, it was, was always making you think, either making you laugh, getting an Honestly, it was a really good pace, mm-hmm. especially for a children's movie. Yes. Nothing. There was no lulls. It wasn't stuff that's mm-hmm. like going to go, like they're going to start losing attention. And yeah. It's going to, it's in my opinion, I don't have kids, but mm-hmm. it's going to, I think it's one of those movies where there's something to keep their mind attention all the time yeah and it wasn't to me it was a fun ride the dialogue was good <laughs> it's um, a fun ride it was a fun ride yeah because it was an amusement park and it kind of pulled at the the feels a little bit it did which we'll get in a lot of different parts of the movie yeah and we're actually gonna for this one move over into spoiler mode so if you haven't seen wonder park 
You want to see Wonder Park, then hit the pause button. Go see Wonder Park. We'll be waiting here. If you've either seen Wonder Park, you're not going to see Wonder Park, and you just want to stick along for the conversation, I'm just letting you know we're moving into spoiler mode right now. And, Johnny, I have a question for you. Yeah. This was, to me, going to be the main part of spoiler mode for my sense. Yes. Of, first off, kind of a two-part thing. Mm-hmm. The first part, what was your reaction when the whole mother thing went down, where mother gets sick, they never say cancer, but I was assuming it was cancer, and then she had to go away for away. a while. Um, the I think it was Dave made the joke when I was kind of telling him and Sean the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave made the joke of where you see it on cartoons where it's like, oh, was it one of those things where she was sent to the farm? Where, you know, like, you tell kids, like, oh, we're just sending it, we're sending them to the farm, and then the dog never comes Come back. back. I'm like, no, it wasn't that. The mom came back at the end and was alive. But do you think with kids, first off, because we're adults, it hit us differently. How do you think that would have hit a kid? Um, who this movie was honestly that for. still comes down to what the child has gone through in their mm-hmm. life already True. if they already have family members that have gone through mm-hmm. cancer or something else Just along the lines terminal illness um it, they're going to kind of already know okay this is kind of what's going on mm-hmm. but a kid that doesn't know about that really yet which would have been me if i was it would have gone, gone it back in time would have gone over their head and mm-hmm. it's just like Okay, mom's going away for something she, to get better. And it's going to be just like at face value of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for me as an adult, it kind of – it wasn't a huge hit kind of a thing. The biggest hit for me was how it affected June. Yeah. And the reason why I say that, and this is kind of to me the part that hit me as an adult that a kid's not going to have this thought of my biggest, not lesson, but thought in this movie was how, as I grow up, cause I'm 29, mm-hmm. you're 28 still, 28 still 29 this year. Um, the biggest thing I left the movie with is I never want to lose that kind of, I don't want to lose that kid's spirit. And that's basically like what happened to June where mom got sick me and her were so closely connected with this Wonderland park idea that I didn't want to deal with it. Can't it just, do it without it, her. It just, it just reminds me of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, like, I was sitting there thinking through the whole movie. I'm like, you know what? I never want to be that adult that grows up and kind of forgets what it's like to be a kid. Yeah. And that's no, where I agree. the good thing of this movie is it gets you thinking in that sense. It mm-hmm. gets you, whether you're an adult, whether you're a child, it's going to affect you in some way. It's not like a huge monumental, like, oh, my God, Infinity War. I My whole life is shook right now. But it did get me thinking to where I was like, I don't want to be that person that grows up and just forgets. Like, I am now an adult. I can't do this. I can't do that. Um and it was all sparked with June, who put Wonder Park away. Mm-hmm. And even like when she threw the blueprints into the fire, I don't know if you saw me. I went, 
And I actually like. I think I heard put you gasp. I didn't watch you, like, but I think I heard you gasp. Like I was like, no, because I knew we saw the mom write June's name on it. Yeah, with, with a heart. heart around it. So we knew what it meant, and me personally was just like, no, that means so much to you and your mom. Don't throw that away. Mm-hmm. No, it was. Um, a lot of it was like I, I like a lot of the symbolisms, like when she finally gets over to the park, and mm-hmm. like the the, the dark darkness cloud. is like depre- the depression setting in. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wonder Park shut True. down. She because, was basically it yeah, was basically because it changes your personality. It was basically depression. Yeah, you're yeah, right. and that's what the darkness was. And mm-hmm. Wonder Park was the as her mom put it, the light inside her, yeah. which is like the fun, the. Mm-hmm. Almost like kind of a being yourself. And that was the depression from what was going on, especially June was probably, what, 11, mm-hmm. 10, 11 years old? Yeah, close. Um, at that time. So, yeah, it, it, it's just in the situation that was going on, whether because <laughs> I almost knock over the hammer, um, the situation that was going on is a scary thing because, I mean, maybe they off scene mm-hmm. told June what it was because they yeah. said, we told you mommy's sick. Mommy has to go away for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they told her. Never got into I, it. I also like, though, that a movie that they didn't say what the illness was. Exactly. I do like that. Leave it up to interpretation. Exactly. Because especially for kids, if some kids are there to, like, if some kids have the mental faculties to understand that it's cancer, cool. Like, yeah. that's fine. But you can get by just knowing, hey, the mom is really sick, had to go away. Exactly. Don't have to say anything more. No, exactly. That is a good thing that they did it that way that mm-hmm. way you don't just have oh hey it's cancer guys yeah you gotta let it leave it up for interpretation and also even as an adult it kind of leaves it up to like let you interpret mm-hmm. what it could be because the cancer thing hits a little close to home on my side because well on a lot i had a parent too. that had it and luckily mm-hmm. everything turned out fine yeah in the long run but it's still really scary. Mm-hmm. Like no, even is. for not not even for not being the person that had it, mm-hmm. it's scary. You worry about that person. I can't imagine the other side well, of that. But and for me, it also got me thinking of um, this is a movie too. Like we've mentioned before, it depends, especially for a kid too. Mm-hmm. It's going to depend on what you've gone through in your life. Exactly. Like for me, I. First thing I thought of, because I have a strong relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. was, oh, my God, I couldn't even think about what my mind would go through if I was June in that situation. And had my mom get sick, her have to go away. Um, of course, as an adult, like, it's never easy. Adult kid, it's still difficult to deal with something like that. But it's like I was watching it going, no, I can understand why – June is like this. Mm -hmm. And then also, on top of that, I totally understand and see where June was coming from when she was like to her dad, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Oh, and I I can't go to camp. I got to, did you get the, did you get the lawn? You know, and I'll just schedule it for next weekend. And she's just. This expires in three days. We got to dump it out. Exactly. And she's being like kind of like a protective parent to her parent. And I could see why. Because, oh, my God, I'm losing one. I don't want to lose the other. Exactly. For a while there, I actually thought, like, oh, wait, did I miss something? And they, she lost her mom mm-hmm. after, like, yeah, the mom went away for treatment. And it almost seemed like, did she lose her? Because the yeah, reaction. I, but I, I'm never. She's just assuming that she's it, a, it's a terminal illness. There's no getting getting better. I think it was her. just, like, a mixture of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
taken the better of her and she put Wonder Wonderland her away because she can't... had to go somewhere. Yeah, because she was a very energetic child, energetic and very imaginative and mm-hmm. um, creative child. Yeah, but it had to go somewhere. All that energy, but also the kind of mixture of anxiety and depression. Of I don't want this to happen to Dad too. I can't. Uh, Mom's already mm-hmm. gone. I can't let this Plus happen to Dad worry, too. Worry, worry, exactly. Which... Like when she sees the note. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you see how he wrote Miss You? He can't handle it on his own. And her friend was like, nah, I think he just wrote Miss You. And then it goes to her head of him sitting there eating, like drinking sodas, eating all these pieces. And now they're like worse. And like the situation just kept rolling into worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Anxiety sitting in. I mean, it, was... I, it did make me chuckle, though, when the dad was like, well, you know, sweetheart, I've been making my own toast since I was seven years old. I might have needed some help the first seven years. But since I was seven, I think I've got it covered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, seven years old to be making your own toast? That's kind of young. Hey. Am I what? wrong? I mean, I started learning, I think, around 10. Learning, but like, it wasn't the parents weren't like, seven years old. All right, here's the toaster. Make sure you don't stick any knives or forks in don't there. Don't stick your hand there. Exactly. Oh. Or the part where, I don't know about you, but our elementary school would always have the fire safety come, and they would have a toaster with a fork in there, mm-hmm. and they would actually, like, let it spark. Oh, so wow. So you could see what it looked like to stick a fork in a toaster. Yep. Really, That's interesting. The I never noise had that. and the spark scared me. Never put any metal towards that thing. No. Nah. No, I, I, I never had mm-hmm. that. That's kind of cool that they did that for you guys. What, uh, what did you think of the whole after she got to Wonder Park? Because that's probably the next part we're going at is Wonder Park itself. And yeah, the characters. Well, the, I mean, the characters were. I'm trying. I don't know how to describe it. It was interesting how like they. It, it was a how lot. They started the movie in Wonder Park. Started like when they got to the Wonder Park part too. Mm-hmm. In the movie, yeah. Well, it was nice to set the ground of like this is what Wonder Park is. Yeah. And then go to this is what Wonder Park has become. This is now how that, she set. This now is that how she creates it. This is how it's created, but this is all blah, 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 this and that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is what Wonder Park is supposed to be. Yeah. Then you get to when she gets to Wonder Park, and everything's gone downhill because it shows, like again, symbolism of how she's feeling mm-hmm. with the anxiety and depression and the darkness above, as they they called it. Yeah. And all, like, Wonder Park, Fark. <laughs> Wonder Park has been feeding into it as yeah. in, like, it's destroying Wonder, pa- Wonder Park. Mm-hmm. Or Wonderland is actually what it's called. Yeah, Wonderland, Wonder Park is the yeah Wonderland uh, is the the actual amusement park. But it's kind of it kind of makes it's, it's like kind of a good symbolism of how, how depression, depression, and anxiety destroys the things you love mm-hmm. and what you like to do. It kind of yeah. picks away at it. Mm-hmm. No, this movie like that's the thing I like. symbolism for adults. Nice movie for the kids. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Like I think if a kid goes and sees this. They're not even thinking about what we're talking about. No. They're just thinking like, oh, no, the dark cloud is destroying A dark cloud, yeah. Like, they might get like, oh, the dark cloud is because she started giving up on Wonder Park. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to relate that to depression and anxiety and all that like we are right now. Yep. But, I mean, it's truly what that meant. Your depression and your anxiety are right now destroying. First off... The little kind of uh, monkey puppets, yeah, has turned them evil and is destroying the park, yeah, itself. For a big piece of the park and feeding it into the depression and anxiety. Wow, this is kind of 
And also you've got all Develop the, even more. All the characters that are there feel lost and confused because what does she do? Puts them in a box. Yeah. Oh, that's puts true. Them in I a forgot box about that. And puts them away. Puts them in the closet. So it's like that's why in when you get to Wonder Park, they're all confused and scared because they don't have anything. Even look at Peanut. Peanut was hit the worst because he was the one that had this voice. Yeah. Where the mom would say, put the marker in his hand, whisper what you want into his ear. And then that was when he would go, all right. And then he would, with his magic marker, draw it and draw make it, it would come right. to life. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of interesting how all their person, well, the only one that I didn't really notice a huge change was two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Mila Kunis's character, I got Greta. Mm-hmm. And Steve, those the ones I didn't really notice a huge change in their characteristics. Yeah, from the first Wonder Park, but like Boomer, all of a sudden, who's supposed to? She stated it's supposed to never sleep. Is always it's falling asleep. Uh, and Cooper and Gus, the two Beavers brothers, work perfectly well together. Are arguing left and right the whole time that they're working together. Question. Yes. And this is not something that I know. This is just a theory that I'm going to throw out there. Were each one of the characters experiencing a symptom of depression? Because, like, I I only say that because Bear Who Never Sleeps. Constantly sleeping. One of the things that they say for, like, depressed people is that if you're always sleeping or you're always like, I'm just going to go lay down and sleep. Yeah. Like that is one thing to where, like, that's one thing where I've read where it's like, hey, that could be l- meaning you, like, is a side effect of being depressed. Honestly, that could it could be if we were to de- dive even more into this. Screw it. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> depression. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to get depression symptoms here on the uh, uh, Gus and, and I mean, Gus and Cooper constantly fighting. So let's see. Symptoms of depression. Sleep. Early wakening, excess sleepiness, mm-hmm. insomnia, restless sleep. So maybe excess excess sleepiness? That would be it, right? Yeah, as he his version of it was called latent onset hibernation disorder. Behavioral, agitation, excessive crying, irritability, social isolation. I mean, the irritability and agitation, the two beavers, how you said they're always fighting. Yeah. Um, All of a sudden. Let's see. Because um, I'm trying to think. Didn't Steve excessively cry, though? Or excessively, like, worry? Cause, excessively worry, yeah. Because here's with mood. Anxiety, apathy, um, general discontent, guilt, hopelessness, loss of interest, loss of interest, or pleasure in activities, mood swings, or sadness. I believe Steve said the word sadness numerous times. So that could have just been... This is like Greta and Steve, I think, might have had one. We would just need to watch it again. And And actually kind of figure it out. And then Peanuts was easy. Isolation. Yeah. Honestly, the first time we see Peanut after the whole downfall of Wonder Park was isolation. Yeah. Um... And hopelessness, too. Yes. Because he was like, the voice is gone. It's gone. I can't. The voice is gone. I can't do it. And he's like, the best way is for me to just get away. So that is actually interesting. Right? Holy shit. Did I, this, you know what? 
I think I like this movie more now after yeah. talking about it. It might um, get a higher score from me now. Yeah, I might bump it up by like five. Like point five. Yeah, I was gonna say um, by five. You're gonna I give have. it a five? You're gonna give it an eight, Ricky? Anything <laughs> anything you think we haven't talked about that we have to with this. No, honestly, I mean we talked about I, I just wanna say it is as much as we dove into I kinda wanna the, go see it again now. I, as much just as to, we just to get these like see if I can notice what we just kind of went through. as much as I like we talked a lot of, like in depth and the meaning behind a lot of this stuff. It is a great ride for the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of kids are going to really notice like what we dove into. Mm-hmm. And overall, even just as an adult, the storyline was great uh, for a children's movie. Yeah, I'm trying to see if Greta, <laughs> Ricky's trying, really on this one. I'm now. trying to see if Greta would have it. Now I really want to see it again. Just to, to figure to this out. Point those out. Um, Hell, there might be an article online you can find with that. Maybe, but I want to do it myself. Okay. Uh, But. Yes. Let's move on to the last part. So, show stealer and our review grade. I will let you go first, as I always do. Who is our show stealer? Who is your show stealer for Wonder Park? Show stealer, MVP of the movie. My show stealer, the one that stuck out the most, and I think you agreed with me when we talked about this before. John Oliver as Steve the Porcupine. Dude, I told you after the movie, the best thing about John Oliver in this movie yeah. is it felt like I was watching a last week tonight without the swearing. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it, it, out of all the animals, I, I almost, like, part of me was leaning on giving it to Boomer because I really liked some of his quips and I was little funny gonna, things. I was almost going to give it to June. Really? Yeah. I mean, look. The June character was important. That's true. She was, and she was, it was. She did good with the voice acting and everything. But I, Steve stood out the most to me. Yeah. No, I mean for me, like I said, I love like two things. Well, three things. First off, it's like I was, was watching last week tonight without the swearing. Number two is that I cannot wait for him to be Zazu now. Yeah, the Lion King. I keep forgetting about that. And then number three is the best thing, and this is what makes a good character. It's like John Mulaney in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I was burp talking there. I apologize <laughs> to our audio listeners. That was kind of like real, like, wow, that one's in there and coming out. Yeah. That's a, a, a weird a gnarly one. Um, but like John Mulaney was like, when he did Spider-Ham, mm-hmm. they just let him be himself. Like, yeah. hey, you be you. And we'll use what we can. Funny thing about it, they did like, I think it was like six hours, 16 hours. Really? Of uh, not safe for work ones where they're like, you know what? On these next few, just be yourself. Like and swear and do like. I want to see if that's in and the. And he was swearing. And he was like, so just to check, this is an animated film, right? Yep. So you can use none of what I just did. And they're like, yeah, but we were just having fun watching you do your thing. Like, they were just letting him do his thing with Spider-Ham. And I wonder what John Oliver, like, if that was the thing. Like, hey, just I'd like to see you. if there's, like, some cut. Just fucking be you, John Oliver. And then we'll use the ones that we want to use. Like, Ken Jeong, too, because he can get kind of uh, yeah. inappropriate times. That's the thing that made Steve the best, though, is... Not only did he have more opportunities to do that, mm-hmm. it was true to the voice, to the actor that they had playing him. Yeah, no, I agree. It was 
it, like I said, he stood out the most. And it looked, it was like he, it, like he was the loosest one. It almost seemed like he was the loosest one with his character. And I don't know all of these other people. I mean, Lacunas I've seen in stuff. Yeah. Ken Jong I've seen in stuff. I remember it was Mina Kunitz until you. I brought it up. It yeah, through, and I was like, oh yeah. That is her. I mean, I haven't seen Keenan Thompson do a lot Dude. of things in a while, like, so for I don't SNL. know SNL, and I really don't watch that anymore. Yeah, I don't really know Ken Ken Campbell mm-hmm. or um, Norbert Leo Butts, so I couldn't say like, oh, this is really true to them. But John Oliver seemed like he was being John Oliver just without the swearing, like you said. Yeah, and I mean, with um, he's got to do it one more time with Disney. So with Keenan Thompson, um, let's see, it's mostly been yeah Saturday Night so, Live SNL. Um, Let's see. The last thing he was on was oh, he was in the movie The Grinch. He was, oh, was Mr. Mr. Bricklebum. Bricklebum. Okay. Yeah, Bricklebum. Um Let's see. Didn't see that one. Didn't see that one. Yeah, really he, really it's just been SNL is where I know like have seen Keenan Thompson. Um but Let's move on. Review to end everything. With me, I'm kind of torn now. Yeah. Um, because of our discussion. Originally, I came into this three out of five. And I think I'm still going to put it there. I think I'm not going to move it. Um, three out of five. Was it bad? No. Was it terrible? No. Was it great? No. Was it good? Yes. It was just right there in the movie. A good movie. Not terrible, not great, just right in the middle, three out of five for me. Um, had some in-depth parts that we talked about. Yeah. But after thinking about it, I don't know if it's enough for me to change it from a three to a 3.5. How about yourself? What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it what I was thinking about earlier, which was a 3.5. Okay. That was my score initially, and kind of... um. And I was wavering between three, three point five in the mm-hmm. first place, but like I kind of want to lean towards three. It kind of cemented the three. Now that you and I talk more about how much in depth thought maybe was put into this, mm-hmm. it could all have just been like, oh shit, this is actually uh, what's the word looking for? Coincidence. Yeah. But it, I think it's a little bit actually planned into that instead. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. Three point five magic markers. Also, um, what I'm looking at is some fun facts about the Rick and Johnny movie reviews thus far is so far we've seen five movies, three of which we've had the same two show stealer, um, Glass, Alita, and now Wonder Park all have the same show stealer. Also, Wonder Park, although we didn't think it was a bad movie, ties, for me, Ties the lowest rating that I've given a movie. Um, now joins Glass, which I also gave a three out of five. And Wonder Park Jimmy. is now our lowest, your lowest, my movie. lowest movie. You up until this time, you have not given a movie less than a four. You've gone four, four point five, four, four point five. So Glass was four. Alita was just this much better. Then How to Train Your Dragon was four. Captain Marvel was uh, this much better. And now Wonder Park, which is a 3.5. So Wonder Park right now is Johnny's worst movie of 20. We're going off the ratings. Worst movie of 2019. No, that's not true. It was just the one you gave the lowest rating. Just to let you guys know of our um, tentative schedule moving forward, next week there will not be 
a movie review. Um, Johnny will be at C2E2. So We're check not going to see a movie. Go check out my Instagram or Twitter. Check out your... Is, are they both War Machine 9085? Um, I'll have... Uh, just check out my check Twitter. Check out Twitter. 9085. I'll try and post a few things. War, War, War Machine oh, 9085. Right um, then for our movies, Dave and I are going to go see an early access of Shazam. Um, kind of showing around us that Saturday. We're planning on seeing that. We are going to record the movie review for that, but that is not going to post until the Thursday that Shazam comes out. So we will have that movie review for you as soon as that movie comes out. For Johnny and I, the 29th, you and I will see Dumbo um, that weekend. So we've got Dumbo the 29th, Shazam, that review will come out the Thursday it's either the 4th or the 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thursday that Shazam comes out, because Dave and I are going to see it this weekend. Um, and then Hellboy on the April 12th. Avengers on August 26th. That is our April tentative 26th? schedule. Yes. You said A- August. Did I say <laughs> April 26th? Now we're going to wait a few months to see game. it. <laughs> so that is our tentative schedule. If there's a movie that you really want to see, one we might be adding is Missing Link. Um, we saw a preview for that. If this we can time. fit that one in, we're going to tentative. All of this. Well, I say that's why I said it. We're going to fit it in. Yeah. If we can. We can uh, if we can. It looked good. It's got Zach Galifianakis and it's got Hugh Jackman in it. Um, so it oh, looked like a. Wait, fun are you one. sure it's not Hugh Jackson? Yeah, Hugh Jackson, the <laughs> ex-coach of the Cleveland Browns that I also call the Wolverine. But thank you guys for checking out our review of Wonder Park. Let us know if you saw the movie. What did you think? Down below in the comment section. Make sure to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. Got some new kind of rewards for you guys um, for supporting us, and we're really excited about those coming down the pipeline really soon. Make sure to rate and review the Rick and Johnny podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, and also follow us on Twitter at Ricky Woodmer at War Machine, War Machine 9085. I got I just took a little bit of a pause, J Man, and then most sure. valid podcast at most valuable pod. Ye of little faith over here has no faith that I'm getting it correct. Coming from the guy who twice put my name wrong over here. Yes, I caught it though <laughs> and I corrected it. On the new on the new ones that show up. I had to point it, it out though. New. You I did, thought you it's did. It's funny, so I had to point it out. But if you go back to a video from last year, yes, it might have been wrong. Um, but thank you guys for checking this out. Make sure to check out our main podcast this week as well. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.